What happens in the church? And we do sacrifice the baby, sacrifice and eat the baby. What do you mean sacrifice and eat the baby? So we kill the baby and eat it and drink, drink the blood from it. Is that true, Gabriel? Yes. And we dance with the skulls. You what? We dance with the skulls in the church. What skulls? Skulls baby of the skulls. baby. Pardon? Baby skulls. The skulls of the baby. You dance with the baby skulls? And who um, kills the baby? Papa, me, Elisa. Who kills the babies? Papa. And what, he gets you to help him? Yes. yes. Shoot. So he tells us to hold our, uh, the hand with a knife, and then he holds his hand on, on our hand, so then he cuts the baby's head off. And then he tips it upside down, and then we drain the blood. Oh, yeah, my favourite podcast. The Sick and Wrong Podcast Cause it's a very good podcast Oh yeah Yeah, 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 yeah It's a funny, 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 funny show Sick and Wrong Podcast Is a wonderful podcast It's a Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, you look pained, and I, I, I think I know why. I do know why. You do know why. I do know why, because you called me, and you know, this was the first time mm. out of, um, let's see, we've done 560 episodes, I don't know, a lot of episodes mm. of this podcast, and this is the first time that I've ever been delayed Due to rectal issues. Oh yeah, yeah, rectal issues. Mm-hmm. And, but but you you seem to have pulled through your rectal issues. Well, they're not rectal issues. Well, they involve your rectum. They're, no, they don't involve my rectum. They involve the skin <laughs> around your rectum, around my anus. Okay, your anal area, yeah, anal issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Issues involving your anus that I think are hemorrhoids. I'm hmm. not really sure what hemorrhoids are, but you ever get like itchy? Right? Itchy anus. Yeah, itchy anus. No, right? not never, usually. Never get I mean, it. I, I think I yeah. probably have. Well, I get, I have fucking psoriasis, right? So I get this. In sh- your asshole? All everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. So including that. And the problem <laughs> is. That is that contagious? Because I want you to give it to my cats. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. The, and then it gets fucking itchy as fuck. And the problem with that is if you scratch it. It releases like more endorphins than anything you will ever do in your life. Really? Just yeah. So, so yeah. So then you might go overboard, and you just scratch your anus for yeah. hours. Yeah, or around it, you know, around it, around to the be area, more spe- specific, <laughs> until it's raw and you're just dying, and you're literally just dying. You're like, I like, I want to just smash everything in this room. How often does this happen to you with your your anus? It's only happened one at a time because normally I'm like I keep shit under control. I put you know. Do you get like preparation H? I I don't even know what that is. All right, I I usually just put steroid cream on stuff, and you know it's it. it, I basically I need hydrocortisone constantly, or else I I turn into a zombie. (laughs) Like my flesh falls off, and I'm like. You know, it's bad. I had to give him prescription painkillers. Yeah. In order to uh, to to get this show to go on, <laughs> I had to like I had to drug you to yeah. get you to come over here to do the show mm-hmm. because of your anus. Do you want a donut 
to sit on. I think I might have. That's like, not going to help me. I man. might have a, a pillow. No, or no, no. Something. It's not that kind of a situation. No. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, my friend's uncle had mm. uh, nasty hemorrhoids. He had really mm. bad hemorrhoids, and it. What I've what I've heard hemorrhoids. What mm. causes hemorrhoids? If you strain too hard when mm. you're uh, evacuating mm. your bowels, right? You push too hard, it causes like mm. a capillary to mm. like uh, to to break, and then it swells mm. up or something. But this guy, the, the way he described it was that it was like hanging like grapes mm. out of his anus, and he had to like push him back in oh. with his thumb. Is it like that? No. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't have like fucking polyps dripping out of there like a goddamn Hieronymus Bosch painting. That sounds horrible. So how do you shit? It's bad because you don't want it to get infected, but you can't wipe it because it hurts too much. Wow. It's a, so bad, you, it's a bad situation. So do you just try not to shit? Yeah. God. Like so I'm not what, really eating things. Man, that... And, and my diet isn't good to begin with, you know? It's, I, I, I have about all to sorts say, of do you digestive problems. Other than like whiskey and cigarettes? Yeah, you know, I, I eat... Um, I've seen you eat pizza before, Hamburgers, you know. All right. Well, fish. Yeah, that's, I that's, eat fish. That's, that's good for the ass, I imagine. Yeah. Fish. Hmm. Sang well, sandwiches sometimes. Well, if the, if the pain gets too bad, I, uh, I, I think I might have another painkiller for you. I just don't want you hmm. to, like, pass out. Okay. That, that's what I'm trying to avoid here. Um, moving on. Um, we'll, we'll get back to Harrison's ass a little later. Uh, but there are other, there are I other basically, issues. Basically, it, fe it feels like I fucked myself with a can of Red Bull wrapped in barbed wire. That's how it feels. <laughs> and that's not something you normally do. No, no. All right. Well, then. Only, only for special occasions, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, like your birthday. Yeah, my body is a roadmap of pain. Yeah, no, I can understand. I mean, this 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 is this is terrible. But you but you made it here. I did, and uh, and and we can move on and talk about uh, other issues not involving your anus, um, such as uh, the the fire in Oakland. You know, a lot of people uh, posted on my Facebook page and sent me notes asking if I died in the fire or if uh, if Wackerly's okay. Mm. Um, people, I, yeah, I live in Los Angeles, so I I, I was nowhere near. The fire in Oakland. Um, I just one. like to take a moment and say that I died in the fire. I'm not really here. This is no. all some kind of carnival of souls type <laughs> scenario. Yeah, this so. is a simulacrum right yeah. here. A, Harris, a Harrison simulacrum. That's um, why there's that ghoul guy standing right next to you. And, and Wackerly didn't go to the Oakland warehouse party, mm. but... Keep in mind, Wackerly, even like 15 years ago, would not have gone to an Oakland warehouse party. Wackerly would never go to an Oakland warehouse party filled with Burning Man people. Yeah. Like, that's just like the last thing that man would ever do. Right. I, I couldn't imagine him doing that. Plus, we're fucking old. Yeah, that's the thing. You know? You know? What the fuck? Although, uh, that, Although, people never get old there. Yeah, you know? but that being said, a lot of people, some of the people who perished in the fire, but a lot of people who lived mm. in that art community, that mm. artist community, the warehouse, uh, we're like fifty. Like yeah, 50, sure. there's like a there's a woman yeah. that they that they um, mm. interviewed on the news, fifty eight years old. She lived in like a in a trailer mm. in the warehouse. Mm. She lived there with like fifteen other dudes. She did. No, she, she lived. She oh. lived. They interviewed her in the the news mm. interviewer, but she lived there with like fifteen other people, and they all shared mm. one bathroom. No heat. No heat in that whole place. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. But they made art together. They played mm. guitar and, and lit candles and, and danced around and 
did magic spells. I don't know what they did over there. Yeah, I used to know a bunch of people that lived in fucking Rubu Lad, which was uh, one of those one of those things in like uh, Brooklyn. Community. In Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be like they'd have these big parties, and like fucking Missy Elliott would show up, and you know. All sorts of bullshit. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like when I read that, you know, I looked through mm. to see if I recognized anybody. I didn't recognize anyone. But I haven't lived in that. You know, I haven't lived in the Bay Area in a few mm. years. Um, but, you know, back like, probably like 10 years ago, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I mean, especially mm. when I first moved to the Bay Area, we went to a lot of parties just like that. Yeah. In a sketchy warehouse where we had to like climb up boxes to get to the second floor. The one I lived near, they had every Sunday, they had a, um, a freegan buffet. A freegan buffet? Yeah, with all with dumpster food. I'd go and oh, I'd freegans, eat. Freegans, yeah. Yeah, I'd go and I'd eat there. I would. You would eat shit that was just pulled out of a dumpster? Yes. Dude, no wonder your anus is itchy. Well, this was years ago. Okay, but okay. you said it was itchy back then, though. It's always been itchy. <laughs> My entire adult life. It's because you're eating hobo yeah. food. Yeah. And that makes your anus itchy. Well, I mean, I think, they, I, I think there's, a, there's a certain quality threshold when they're, when <laughs> when they're, they're digging freegans? food out of dumpsters, you know? <laughs> But yeah, but, I went to a lot of parties mm. where you're just like, and you ever do that where you're like, you're fucked mm. up, you're doing, the, you know, the special K, you're in this party, you look yeah. around, you're like, God, this place is a fire hazard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why would you like, I don't know, I, I couldn't live in a situation like that. Well, no, I where I it's like, you know, either. oh, I, I need to go to sleep because I have to go to work tomorrow. But, uh, you know, every night Barrett plays the drums at 1am yeah. or some bullshit. You know, like who needs or, that? Exactly. Or they're having some kind of like, right. you know, with their body painting orgy going on in the right. other room. Uh, but you know, though, another thing that I remember uh, a big thing in the Bay Area in the early 2000s was this mm. band called Crash Worship mm -hmm. that would do these like spontaneous parties in these abandoned warehouses. And mm. you'd show up and there'd be like 80 dudes, you know, covered in tattoos, playing drums and naked chicks dancing and they're pouring wine all over them. It was like this big like Bacchanalian thing that they mm. used to do. But at those things, it was also like you're a third floor in this like three-story warehouse, and then there's like fire dancing chicks and shit like that. You're just right. like, wow, this is a fire hazard. If, if, this, if this place goes up in flames right now, mm. I will probably be crushed. Right. And you know, and you just and you, you deal with it, you know? Right. But it's a tragedy what happened here. I mean, it mm. sucks. It's like, I can imagine this. And then I read something like, you know, as the people were burning, they're like texting mm. loved ones. It's just, a, it's a terrible thing. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, they, they had, after, the, there were a lot of warehouse shit like that in Providence, like Fort Thunder, where the, the band Lightning Bolt and Paper Rad, those fuckers, they, they all came out of that scene. And after the Great White Fire, oh yeah, that, they basically shut all those down. And that and was I, at a bar, And I knew some people right? that, did, they, and they just left, yeah, that was at a bar, but they just got stripped with fire codes in general. Uh, and some people I know that moved, they left Providence because they were like, fuck this, and they went to Portland. And then one of them actually, uh, shortly afterwards, uh, killed himself by shooting himself in the heart with a flare gun. Jesus. Yeah. God, I didn't think flare guns could kill you. Yeah, apparently maybe, if maybe you that aim close. it right at your, <laughs> right against your heart and fire, it'll kill you. Why would you just, if you're going to do that, why not just get a real gun? I never understood why people do that anyway. Mm. Because it's like, why, why not just go get like a bottle of Jack Daniels and get a bunch of like Excedrin or Tylenol or something? Wouldn't that do the trick? Yeah, but it's, you know, it depends on how much you hate yourself. Yeah, I guess that's Like, that's if you true. really, really hate yourself, knives. Oh, yeah, like knives. Like Artie Lang's yeah. situation. That's yeah. how you're doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, mm. yeah. Elliot Smith, right? Some self-loathing going on there. But yeah. it wasn't Elliot Smith. Didn't they say it could have been his girlfriend? 
uh, here's the, 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 the autopsy. If you read the autopsy, which I've done, uh, the autopsy says it's inconclusive. And she declined to talk to the police at all. Though, to be fair, anyone in any situation should always decline to talk to the police. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, so I don't know. I, I don't think that she killed him. It doesn't really make sense. Um, but but he died, though, with like a, what, a knife in the heart, right? Knife to the heart, yeah. Yeah. God. Probably mm-hmm. wrote a song about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the, he wrote like a hundred songs about that. But the, this thing in Oakland, though. So yeah, I, I, I bet you that's exactly what's going to happen. I predict mm-hmm. they're going to crack down on all mm-hmm. these artists, warehouse communities. Mm-hmm. And this is a last vestige of art and culture mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. Right. You know, all these people are going to now like go to Portland or Reno yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. But where, where they can afford to live, and now the Bay Area is just going to be programmers and developers. Right. And lawyers. And guys who, uh, I knew some people that belong to a club, you know, for like millionaires, you know, guys Silicon named, Valley like, people. Brandt. Yeah, and they learn things like uh, how to open champagne bottles with sabers, <laughs> you know, champagne sabers. It's a special sword for opening your champagne bottles. Jesus. Shit like that makes me. They'll probably have classes in that. My communism flares up yeah. in those situations. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. But hey, my heart goes out to all those people and the families, the families of the people who died. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a horrible tragedy. And yeah, and then reading that, I was just like, God, you know, that totally could have been me. Mm. You know? Um, thankfully, it was not. Um, you know, and the, the other thing about that, so right now, they're going after the owner Right. Of the artist community, I forget his name, something Ion. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that guy looks like a, a real stand-up guy there. Mm. Uh, but he would promote all these parties mm. to, to to pay rent or to make rent for this to, for the warehouse space. Right. But now they're saying like you know his lice-infested children and like mm. they would hose the kids down because they didn't have showers and it's like all this. And so in the in this in this era of fake news that's coming mm. out now, this guy's being vilified. Right. But you is know? it real? That, that sounds plausible to me. You know, it, it, it's weird now. Mm. Like with this whole thing with, uh, with the, the media the way it is now, it's, it's, it's hard to question what is real with journalism. Like you, mm. you got to question the integrity of journalism. Or you actually, what you need to do is you got to question the authenticity of the articles that you're reading. Right. You know, a lot of this stuff that's coming out. Like, a lot of people say, send us articles and it's like, you look at this website. Yeah. There's no the news prior to five days ago you know or it's they like tell you know it's fake or you've never heard yeah. of this url yeah or you look at the source you're just mm. like what is this oftentimes mm. what i do is when people post a fake story mm. on like the sick and wrong facebook page mm. or something i just type the title into yeah. the internet look up snopes and mm. then post a link to the snopes article because it's it's almost right. always false oh shit but now they're saying snopes is biased with the pizzagate thing they're like snopes you know yeah, yeah, and and the, and the so, Pizzagate thing though yeah. is a prime example of just hysteria mm. and just insanity yeah. run amok. I, you know, I've I've read a few articles about it. It's mm. it's now all over the news. Um, even uh, uh, General Flynn's son, who is perpetuating this and right. retweeting articles about this Pizzagate, has now been removed from the trump's transition team mm. <laughs> you know because uh yeah it's, it's good to have people who are actually mm. serving in the white house right now tweeting false news oh by the way i wanted to mention my new band general flynn's son uh will be playing <laughs> at a warehouse that's on fire this weekend huh that's yeah. interesting because so uh 
Yeah. Two weeks from now, my new band, General Flynn's Gay Son. I don't know if you oh. heard that. Yeah, it's like a very it's kind of electronica thing. So that's how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. We're playing a coffee shop up the street. Mm. It's right over in Hollywood. You Probably know. not on fire, though. No, it's not going to yeah. be as cool as that. But yeah. I, I do. I, I wish that guy had a gay son. <laughs> Don't you wish all Republican guys like that had a gay son? Yes. Like my brother. Like I, right. I just wish they had a son like mm. my brother. And a lot of them are gay. You know what I mean? A lot uh, of them are secretly, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they pass the gene mm. on, and then it's like you know they're mm. just kind of like, God damn it. Yeah. Just have to deal with this because he, you know, he came from. Well, because like, yeah. Well, I mean, because you know, a lot of the the Democratic, the legitimate Democratic sex scandals are like fairly normal whereas it's like it's if a republican senator has a sex scandal it's like a fucking you know 12 year old boy <laughs> in you know the ball pit at chuck e cheese with like you know it's something just what what, what the fuck well, exactly like a democrat yeah. like mm. wiener sends mm. pictures of his dick to you know right. different girls on the internet john mm. edwards you know bangs a mistress has a kid mm. but when it's a republican it's mm. like in an airport bathroom and right, he's yeah. like you know trying to jack off <laughs> on a police officer that's what and it's always some guy that's yeah. like really like anti-gay marriage yeah you know that's that's the guy having this like deviant sex fantasy yeah. in the in the airport um, but anyway, the, the thing is about this Pizzagate, you mm. know, I would, I would buy it if like Alex Jones is sitting there spouting off about the conspiracy and Pizzagate and it's all over Infowars. Mm. But this time it's actually a guy that's, that's working for the White House, you know, the, the White House that, uh, that we're about to deal with for the next four years. Who, which guy? General Flynn's son. Oh, oh. That dude. He I thought General the, Flynn is the guy. General who, Flynn as what, well. What, they hired him and his son? General Flynn's son was the guy who's actively tweeting about Pizzagate. But what does he do in the administration? Well, that, that's the funny thing about it. It's like he's he's working with the transition team. I think he's basically like an admin assistant. Um, but, uh, you, but I think he's actually, you know, I think he's going out there and, uh, you know, working with, with Trump and like helping him with whatever. He's just like a, yeah. a fucking page. Here's what I don't understand about this, this weird transition in these, like, the, you know, they just hired Ben Carson, right, as the head <laughs> of the housing and urban development. I know. I was picking Herman Cain. 8,000 8, employees in that. In that department. They're now working for him. Yeah, they're working That's for great. him. A guy who doesn't know... I mean, he's a great brain surgeon. He doesn't know anything about housing or anything about running a federal agency. <laughs> wouldn't it... I mean, regardless of politics, partisan politics, wouldn't it just make sense to fucking keep the person who's already doing it? And, and you not know? To, and not to mention... Carson also proclaimed that he is not qualified yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's even... He's admitted that himself. But yet here he is. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't want to criticize the entire cabinet because it's going to be quite a funny four years. It is, yeah. Um, but yeah, but that, but there you go. You got a guy in the White House actively perpetuating these myths, and then you have Flynn, who also was posting stuff about Orgy Island and all that shit. Right, right. And, and that's that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like when I first heard there was a thing called Pizzagate, I actually, for some reason in my mind, I thought it had to do with Macaulay Culkin's ban the pizza underground the pizza underground <laughs> i don't know why i off. thought that that's what it would be but yeah it, it just yeah. pissed me off mm. so the thing is with pizzagate yeah the, the reason why this is this is big news now and then it's like being you know being reported in the new york times it's because a guy who was motivated by these theories mm. you know and, and and these uh these falsehoods that are being perpetuated mm. on Infowars actually took a, an assault rifle and went into the pizza place and shot the assault rifle. Didn't kill anybody, thankfully, mm. but he went and shot the assault rifle to right. investigate the claims that he's hearing mm. about from Alex Jones. 
So he went to the pizzeria to liberate non-existent children Mm. who are not being held hostage in its non-existent basement, pending their trafficking Mm. in a non-existent satanic pedophilic sex Mm. trade involving Hillary Clinton's no longer existent presidential campaign. Right. It's a lot of non-existence it, it, going it's on a there. High, I mean, that's, that's kind of a high-profile reconnaissance move <laughs> to show up with an assault rifle in a public uh, civilian place. Kind of, ooh, okay. Yeah, it, it was crazy. So, so this whole thing, yeah. I think it all started just, uh, you know, somewhere deep in the bowels of 4chan or Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there used to be a subreddit called mm-hmm. uh, The Underscore Donald, People by Trump Supporters. And that's where a lot of this fake news conspiracy... Um, detritus was uh, was created but then from there you get general mike flynn trump's pick for national security advisor promoting these insane conspiracy theories on twitter well and this doesn't and this isn't limited to the united states uh you know like the clip from the beginning of the show uh is a very recent uh satanic panic sex scandal in the uk where and people believed it the kids were like saying all these outlandish things like you know, everybody has sex with us, and then we kill babies in a giant church, and then we dance with their skulls. We cut the meat off the fucking their faces, and then we dance with the skulls. Like all this shit that couldn't possibly be happening. And they're like, "Here's everyone that's responsible: Child Protective Services, the people who work at McDonald's, the people who work at Starbucks, uh, everyone at the school we go to." And people would show up at the school like, hey, what are you guys killing babies, eh? What are you doing? What are you got? You know, and like, and they were like attacking teachers and shit because they believe just in the thing. There aren't, there's no pedophilic fucking conspiracy. Satanic sex ring going on Yeah, there's on no here. pedophilia Who started ring. the one in the UK though? Uh, the parent, the mother of the children had them say all this shit. Oh, and then they posted and the-, the videos onto YouTube. And that's what we played in the beginning yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah. So that, that, that clip is from that. Yeah. And that and it, started a, just a, yeah. a, a countrywide mm. hysteria. I mean, first of all, pedophiles are rare and lonely creatures, okay? <laughs> uh, there's not a bunch of them. They don't get together and have meetings. The closest thing in real life that ever happened to that is Jimmy Savile. Yeah. But well, that was just didn't. him. You know, it well, wasn't really a ring. That was pretty much just him. Yeah, but okay, but you could say, okay, I, I don't there think there were people like, protecting well, him. Well, I don't think there's a ring of these like cloaked druidic like people yeah. that meet in secrecy and rape children, but I do think there's rings of pedophiles that trade porn like in the dark web. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that goes that's on. That's not if, what if we're that, talking about here. Well, if they call yeah. that a ring of pedophiles. But it's not like a ring that meets actively to rape children together. Like, I don't think that happens. I mean, it might have happened at one time. I don't think that happens, especially not with the Clinton campaign. Right. Um, I believe it's called a gaggle of pedophiles. Is it a gaggle gaggle of pedophiles? Yeah, yeah, or a murder. So, um, so, so, yeah, th- this is hark- harkens up the satanic panic of, and the child molestation scares of the 1980s. But, yeah. I mean, it's like... McMartin Preschool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's... And that was another one where it's like, they had tunnels and they flew the children, you know, over... The, like, things that are logistically fucking impossible is all of these things include things that just logistically wouldn't make any sense and wouldn't work. But all of it's nonsense. Yeah, so the blood yeah. libel against the Jews, McCarthyism. Right. It's right. like it, it, it comes into a witch hunt. It's like one guy has a house completely made of baby bones. <laughs> like, okay, sure. So according to the conspiracy tale, here, mm-hmm. here's what it is. Comet Ping Pong Pizza is a hub 
in a secret network of pedophile sex trafficking. Mm. Completely false. I mean, the place is kind of a hip pizzeria. Right. That's owned by a a, a, a Democrat, a guy who's a who's a supporter of the uh, of the, the Democratic Party. Big Very loosely advocate. connected. Yeah, but he's a pro Clinton yeah, yeah, advocate. Yeah. I think yeah. he's donated money. Yeah, I think he's held like some fundraising events. Democratic uh, DNC people hung out there. It's a it's a hip place in D.C. Okay, um, D.C. sucks. So it's it's uh. It's coordinated, this this sex trafficking network here is coordinated by Clinton campaign leaders, including John Podesta, also false. Mm. Um, the original post noted that the owner of Comet Ping Pong, James Elephantis, was yeah. once the romantic partner of David Brock, who's an ex-conservative author and a, a pro-Clinton advocate. Right. This is true, actually. They were romantically involved. Sure. Um, then they claimed on, they, they, they started going into the, the homophobic slurs here against Alephantis saying his Instagram is filled with sexual images of minors, which is false. Uh, the pe- the pizzeria, which is a hangout for DC Democrats, um, was said to have pornographic pictures in the restroom. Also they hang- false. I'm sorry. Is it for kids or are they hanging out there? I don't get it. It's, it's just it like a Chuck hip, E. Cheese? It's, it's a, Nobody's hanging out no, at Chuck no, E. Cheese. No, it's, it's okay, no, it's right. not a kid's pizza. It's just a hip yeah. local pizzeria with like ping pong pit tables and like... Oh pinball machines and like yeah like oh like the susan sarandon yeah ping like, pong club or whatever well whatever it is yeah. i mean it's like you All know right. d- people that work for uh, the dnc or whatever go over there and hang out and have beer and eat okay. pizza you know it's, it's it's like a hip hangout in an affluent area too right. in dc do the um, animatronic fucking uh animals come to life at night and attack everybody like that game i think that's part of the why think, is that game like the most popular thing on the planet i think that's what's behind the secret doors though Oh, what, what game? Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. literally, like, it was just some shitty first-person game. And it's literally one of the most popular properties. Was well, that based on Chuck E. Cheese or yeah, Showbiz? It's it's, Remember Showbiz? It's, it's, it's the same shit. Same thing? Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember that one. I, I never went to a Showbiz. I went to a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, you, you wouldn't know? be allowed in a Chuck E. Cheese now unless you had a kid. Well, I, I'll, I'll prove you wrong on that one. You've been able to walk into a Chuck E. Cheese. No, I haven't walked in. Yeah, I would like to see that. I would like to see that too. You and your itchy anus just walking right. into a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, Give me some pizza yeah, for yeah, my yeah, anus. Yeah. Um, so the pizzeria, which is a hangout for DC Democrats, uh, was said to have pornographic pictures in the restroom, secret doors, coded symbols for pedophilia on its menu. Yeah, and if you see pictures <laughs> of these things, it like looks like they hire like they these logos. They're like, these are the logos associated with pedophiles. Like they, and they're logos that look like you hired like a PR firm or like, a, you know what I mean? Or like an ad agency to come up with this logo. You paid them like 50 grand. But but you have people like what Alex Jones who are decoding these logos mm, yeah. and showing images on his uh, on his Infowars channel. Right. He's showing images of it. I think I sent you an article that had mm. some of the menus. We'll po- we'll post mm. it to uh, to the page to right. the site. But uh, there's like I don't know this uh, this uh, it's kind of like a three prong yeah. symbol that they say is the the symbol for uh, for child love. Yep. So it looks like two ping pong paddles, mm. but that's the symbol for child love. Yeah. You know, it's a it's the Nambla emblem, or something. I mean, I wouldn't have if I was going to make a logo for that. I'd just make like I don't know Socrates blowing a nine year old, <laughs> something like that. You know, uh, downstairs there's a killing room where children were kept oh. and sexual imagery throughout its mm. artwork. I mean, you got to have a killing room. You know, <laughs> you have to. no, yeah. no, no children's uh, birthday play place is complete without a killing room. People. So. Um, 
So in this Snopes.com article, uh, they said that the artists that work for and with the business also generate nothing but cultish imagery of disembodiment, blood, beheading, sex, and of course, pizza. Because you got to have pizza. It's pizza. Well, you know who's behind this all? The Build-A-Bear group. I wouldn't doubt that. You know, because the, you know, you think they're just building these teddy bears, but it's far more sinister. And you know who owns that? The Juminati. They do. It's the Juminati. They Beyonce. own everything. It is. Yeah. But this this is insane, though. I mean, it's insane. Like I couldn't is imagine. It, I couldn't imagine anybody okay. reading this and being like, Yeah, yeah, this is mm-hmm. going on in that pizza place. I'm going to go investigate. Let me go get my AR-15 yeah. out. <laughs> you know, it's like that's not how you investigate. By the way, <laughs> you know, I say this as an unlicensed private investigator. That's not how you go about it. But but this is but the, but we are right now mm. we are ripe for this type of this type of action because we're right at the intersection what? here. Children? No, that's what I'm saying. We're at the <laughs> intersection talking? of fake news, oh, okay. culture wars, and complete over mm. overblown right wing hysteria. Mm. So it made sense to me that this Yahoo gets his uh, AR-15. Yep. It's deplorable and goes investigates with his AR-15 well, that's assault what happened, rifle. That's what happened when they're like, you know, remember when they're like, they're taking the fetus parts and selling them to Acorn. <laughs> and then that guy showed up at a uh, Planned Parenthood and shot everybody. Because exactly. Of it, you know, yeah, it's so, the same thing. Yeah. But I mean, this this is just so obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why it blows my mind that people take you know, insane, insane men like Alex Jones, literally. It's like, you look at this guy, it's like, okay, here's Comet Ping Pong. It's a cool hip pizzeria owned by prominent Democrats, mm. you know, and they, they gather to eat, play ping pong or whatever. And it's like, and the one, the guy who happens to own it is a gay man who's right. involved with another guy that's the founder of Media mm. Matters for America. So it, it makes sense to me that, you know, hateful Trump supporters in, a, in, a, in the bowels of Reddit mm. uh, would point their finger and be like, child sex trafficking over there because there's a gay guy there are a lot of people that want to believe that there's satanic cults that are some that, you know other than the church of satan which doesn't do anything they just hang out and they're like we're you know they're, they're just like objectivists basically but it seems so obvious to me it's like okay yeah. here's a gay prominent democrat that owns a pizza place where mm-hmm. democratic you know, Hillary supporters hang out at. Right. It's like, okay, now we're going to say he's he's a gay child sex trafficker and he's mm. praying to Satan and raping babies. You just have to think. Like, you don't even have Who to would really believe do, that, though? You don't have everyone, okay? Because you don't necessarily have to have critical thinking. All you really have to do when you're reading a news, a news article or something, just apply Occam's razor to it and Ooh. think, how yeah. complicated is this and how likely is it to be true, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they're just, they're killing all these children in the in the basement, and no one's noticing. Yeah, and, and it, no one's found out yeah, about this. Right. And you're the first person you, mm. I, and, you know, in your mother's basement on your Reddit sub subreddit, yeah. has figured it all out, right? Because because uh, you're Columbo. That's what you are. You're you're your own Columbo. That's what's going on. One here. more thing, yeah. <laughs> I you know and and so they they also like have this whole code that there's you know these uh these these Democrats are uh, using code words which we kind of talked about when we talked about Orgy Island. Like, Is that po- why you were offering me cheese fries before? Is that code for something? God, you figured it out. Uh, yeah, you're a sharp one. I saw you're you a building a bear earlier. I know what's up. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was doing. All Jews have their own bear building kits. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, like pasta for little boys, cheese for little girls. And when you order a pizza with cheese and pepperoni, it means you want to like sodomize little girls while eating pasta or mm. eating the flesh of little boys. Because that all makes sense. It's mm. all per- that all makes perfect sense because that is what Democrats do. Right. But the, the the fact of the matter is, it's not that it's not that far off from you know labeling any actor or actress a communist or labeling you know the the blood libel against Jews. I mean, it's not. It, we've seen this before, right? You know, satanic panic. Yeah. So uh, I think this is going to be the first of many conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. Did you know Chuck E. Cheese was founded by Aleister Crowley? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you just make that up? I did. All right. You yeah. should perpetuate that. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> I mean, we should get on this fake news bandwagon, I think. You know, I, you know, I think it's a good idea. Because I don't care. I don't I, like, I don't have a conscience. I'll just do whatever. Well, it, it, that, seemed to, uh, <laughs> that seemed to work for... Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it seemed to work for uh, the, the Republicans this time around. Yeah. No, anyway. liberals are dumb because, uh, let's face it, they're like, we, well, he said he lied about this and he's wrong. He's wrong about it. And it's like, guess what, guys? Nobody cares. So come up with a different thing. Well, I mean, you know? it's kind of like what Kellyanne Conway said when she was at the, the Harvard mm-hmm. symposium thing they did last week. He's like, there are no facts anymore. Right. It's opinion. And it's what people interpret as news and what people interpret as fact. It's such a weird world we're living in now where that woman is at a Harvard symposium. Yeah. That's the it's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people's episode 562 here is sticking around. We have uh, news coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. <laughs> It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamAndEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So Harrison, uh, did you see this video going around of the guy that punched the kangaroo in the face? Uh, I did. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's been all over the internet this week. Yeah, um, that guy turned out to be a zookeeper, right? Which um, you know b- b- blew the minds of uh, PETA advocates and 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 uh, across the world because PETA. And a lot of people are saying that this guy needs to lose his job. This guy but should be prosecuted. But the kangaroo was holding the dog hostage. It well, like had a knife to its throat. Like it, you know, they felt, like it was one of the bad guys in Cobra or something. I think what happened is they they saw this video and they thought mm. it was just some bro going out there just you mm. know drunk on Fosters punching mm. a kangaroo in the face. Mm. But as it turns out, this guy was an actual zookeeper. There's a whole twist of story. The guy's a zookeeper. He was saving the life of his dog, and he was on a hunting trip organized for a 19-year-old man dying of cancer. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really you know, point the finger at this guy. No, you can't. And, I mean, you know, these kangaroos, uh, they run around, they, they're robbing dogs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, holding claws to their throat and whatnot. They're fucking pigs. Well, you the know, kangaroo- all over the place. They're fucking pigs. They, this is what they do. Well, the kangaroos have code words for dogs. Do they? Yeah. Oh. They call dogs uh, gumdrops. Okay. And the gumdrops are the things that they, uh, what they do is they say, hey, let me get a gumdrop. And they go rape the gumdrop and then they go stick it in a pig's what's ass. A, what's a pig? 
Um, I forget what they call pigs. Okay. Yeah, I think they're called Werther's Originals or okay. something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but 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 the thing is, they tried to give this guy the dentist who shot Cecil the lion treatment. Mm. You know, it was becoming a big thing. It's like they tried to vilify this dude, but as it turned out, mm. this dude's not a bad bloke. No, I mean, other people, if if so, if an animal was threatening their dog, they'd shoot it. Yeah, he punched it in the face. Exactly, and it, and he bested it in a in a in a contest of equals. You know, contest of wills. They were the same height because that kangaroo was just like gets punched in the face and is like, "What the fuck just happened? What?" He just froze, man. He's like, "What the hell?" Like I remember that happened to me once. I got punched in the face, and I just stood there. and I'm like, "Did this just happen?" Well, it was like very- I, if you're not expecting it to get punched in the face by a certain person, and you get punched in the face, you're just like, "What?" It's well, weird. That's that's what it reminded me of uh, of, of of fights between humans. It's like mm. so when when you see a conflict starting at a bar or you know uh, at a bus stop or something, mm. it's usually like, "Come on, man, motherfucker, come on!" And there's a lot mm. of talk, and they're like posturing yeah. in front of each other, and then one person will just clock the other guy, and the other guy's yeah. like, "God, I didn't think you were going to do that. Right? Yeah. I thought we were just going to yell at each other, and people would split mm. us apart. And that's what usually happens. Right. You know, bouncers will separate you, and then sure. you go on with your girlfriend, and you mm. look tough. But they, but this guy actually, you know, punched it in the face, and that kangaroo was like, "Why would you do that to me? Yeah, like, Jesus, man. <laughs> I was just fooling around. You playing <laughs> with a dog? God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they tried to give this guy the uh, the the dentist. Um, the old lion role. dentist treatment. Okay, the old sure. lion dentist uh, treatment, but it did yeah. work because uh, mm. uh, the the zoo that he works for said that you know what, this guy is going to keep his job. Right, he was saving this dog's life. Yeah, and uh, he saved the kangaroo's life, in he, my opinion. He, well, yeah, you I know? guess he did. Yeah. I mean, he could have shot the. He could have shot it. Could have thrown a can of Fosters and crushed I mean, it. If Those I had cans a, are huge. If I had a dog, I don't have my dog's died. But if I had a dog and, and a kangaroo, I'd shoot, I'd shoot it in a goddamn second. I definitely would have. I, I think yeah. I would have reacted the same I mean, way. I don't think I'm allowed to have a gun, but if I were, I would shoot it. Even though I think that kangaroo would have kicked the shit out of me. Um, literally. Yeah, like those, remember those Looney Tunes cartoons where they thought it was a giant mouse, but it was actually a ca- uh, a fucking kangaroo and beat the shit out of Sylvester the cat. <laughs> well, did you ever see that uh, that Simpsons where Bart and the family or the Simpsons go to Australia? Yeah. You ever see that one? And Bart's like, let's make our getaway and he jumps mm. in the kangaroo yeah, pouch yeah. and it's all like slimy yeah. and filled with Mucus-y. <laughs> like mucus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what would happen to me. It would just grab my head and shove it in the pouch yeah. and I'd be like, oh, what are you doing? It's the worst swirly ever. Mm. Um, I think I saw a hente like that once. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the... Taranga Western Plains Zoo, where where uh, Mr. Tompkins, Greg Greg Tompkins, mm. he's the guy that uh, is the kangaroo puncher. He's worked there for the past six years as an elephant keeper. Uh, they said he was not in danger. So the, of you're saying his the job. kangaroo puncher worked as an elephant keeper? He was an elephant keeper. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'd like to see him punch an elephant. Mm. Uh, we confirm. I'd like to see him build a bear. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the the head of the the Western Plains Taranga Western Plains Zoo said we confirm that there's no suggestion of Mr. Tompkins employment at Taranga Western Plains Zoo ending as a result of this event. Mm. Uh, they say uh, the highest standards of animal welfare and care are a core value of Taranga and one that we expect our staff to uphold in all their interactions with wildlife. And we continue to work with Mr. Tompkins on his conduct in regards to this incident. 
Right. So what happened here is uh, his friend actually filmed this, an American filmed this and, and posted the footage. Uh, this, the incident happened in June, mm. but the, uh, in uh, New South Wales, he just, he just posted uh, recently. Um, Greg Bloom, who filmed the interaction with the kangaroo, came to the zookeeper's defense on Monday after some media reports claimed he should lose his job as a result of the incident. PETA what called for him to be prosecuted. Why? I don't get because it. Because they Why? said it was cruelty to animals. The thing was threatening the dog, man. I don't know. They said that uh, it looked like he... You know, I think watching that video at first, I would think it'd be like some frat boy going out there and punching a, punching a kangaroo. But then when you watch it yeah. within context, you look at what, the, what was happening with the dog. The kangaroo's trying to lift the dog up. And you know, they, they disembowel other creatures with their claws. My God. That's how they fight. So they're like... Um, ra- they're like dinosaurs, like raptors. Yeah, they're exactly. like raptors. Jesus, um, I think I'm much angrier in this episode, and I think it's because of my asshole. I, I think so too. Yeah. And itchy anus has really mm-hmm. uh, caused you some rage here. God damn. Um, Mr. Bloom claimed that uh, his friend Mr. Tompkins felt no malice to the kangaroo, but had to step in and fix a bad situation before it got worse. Mm. And that's what happened. He was racing to help his pet dog, Max, who was held in a headlock by the large kangaroo. And as he approached, the kangaroo kicked the dog in its front legs as the canine tried to escape its grip. As things began to look dire for the dog, the kangaroo turned its attention towards the man, Mr. Tompkins. Oh, and they faced off, and then you mm. see him. It's like, yeah. bam! That's a right, right fist to the yeah. face. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It takes balls to punch a kangaroo. Well, kangaroos are strong as fuck. They, they're, you know? and they're also like, I mean, sitting on their they hind legs. The that thing's with, probably like your oh, yeah. height. Yeah, it's probably like what six foot two. Right. You know, I mean, it's not like you're, you know, you're 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 kicking a sheep dog or something. Right. You know, what do you what what do you call that when you like? bench press something with your legs what do they call that leg press leg press press? yeah those things could probably leg press like a car yeah that's the thing i don't know if that's true or not but you know what it's true (laughs) the the kangaroo was visibly shocked didn't seem seriously injured and then it was just kind of taken aback because i don't i don't think kangaroos fight like that The, the way kangaroos fight like you always think you see videos caricatures of kangaroos boxing mm. but they don't really box i mean they kind of grab you and they pull you forward and they mm. gut you with their their vicious talons right. so i think what he's trying to do is grab Go. him and the dude just like popped it in the face yeah you know but i mean that's also what uh joe lewis did when in the ring as a boxer he would disembowel his opponents he would just like pull yeah. out a yeah. he just like a really long like talon coming out of his hand <laughs> yeah and then he'd uh, you know he'd wrap the intestines around his neck like a boa that's <laughs> great a trophy yeah but yeah I Man, don't... that was when boxing was the golden days it's <laughs> great now we have to watch mm. MMA mm-hmm. um, yeah that's the thing I don't think this guy was in the wrong I think that kangaroo deserved to be punched yes I you agree know? I would, Agreed. I would go to fisticuffs to save uh, Hecubus. Yeah, of course. If Hecubus you is know? about to be disemboweled mm. by a kangaroo, yeah. that kangaroo would get a punch in his face. A Jew claw, Jew claw. would come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in other news, we got another article here sent from David. He says, I didn't realize Harrison has a summer home in Stockton. Okay. So he's talking about uh, this this. Stockton, California. Right. Which I don't think you have a summer home there, but I can understand why he think you. He thinks isn't you Stockton, do. California, just a bunch of warehouses on a waterfront, or is it an actual place where people live? Well, it's a city okay. in the Central Valley of California, okay. and I think their main export is methamphetamine. Ah, I think that's all they places. make. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just... Did my only knowledge of that area comes from fucking Sons of Anarchy, which is sad. <laughs> you watched that? I did. I did watch it. it God, was so bad. 
talk so about dumb. A, yeah, yeah, talk about a show that makes my anus itch. Mm-hmm. You know, the first season wasn't that bad. No, the first season was all right. Yeah, and then uh, I I heard like because I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan of the Shield, right? And Kurt that's Sutter, that's a good show. That's yeah, a damn Kurt good Sutter show. learned under Shane, whatever the fuck his name was, who was the showrunner on the Shield, the creator of the Shield. I didn't and know that. Kurt, yeah, Kurt Sutter wrote for the Shield, and then he started his own show. In the same way that Terrence Winter worked was a writer on The Sopranos and then started Boardwalk Empire, right? This is what mm. happens. You got a showrunner, you got writers mm. under them, then they become showrunners. Uh, you know, I'm even, and so on. I'm even attracted to uh, uh, Peg Bundy. And right. I still wasn't into that show. Yeah, no. You know, like, no. So the first season was all right, but then I heard it <laughs> ended with like Marilyn Manson raping dudes in prison. Yeah, Marilyn Manson's <laughs> raping dudes. Uh, Henry Rollins is a Nazi raping That's, people in, in, in one season. Yeah, you know, the Jews have a word for that. Meshuggah. Okay. That's Meshuggah. That's craziness. Th- those the Nazi rapists. That's Meshuggah. That's what that means in Yiddish. That's what, that's what they say. It means, okay. It means it's referring to to raping, being raped by Nazis. Mm. You know this show, this uh, this next story, and this show in general, but this next story is definitely uh, Meshuggah. Dogs believed to be rented for sex in Stockton have been rescued. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Are dogs even capable of believing things? Well, they, they didn't believe that they had been rented for sex. They, they were rented for sex. They, people believe that these dogs had been rented for sex. I'm in a lot of pain. I don't know what's going on. So three dogs who were being sexually abused in Stockton have been rescued, according to an animal rescue organization. There are two female dogs and one male. Uh, they were moved from a property and taken to the rescue, rescue group's veterinarian office. Uh, the two female dogs, the group named Ava and Emma have vaginal trauma, and uh, the, the male dog seems to be all right. Uh, one of the females, Ava, is pregnant, but her litter is at risk due to a vaginal infection and her uh, physical condition. Uh, the, the male dog, Lobo, is a white husky. He's, he's walking a bit funny. Okay. I made that up. Um, <laughs> so what you know, was weird about this is, mm. is, so they were reported, the animal abuse was reported by a Good Samaritan family, the Avila okay. family, who lived next door to this trailer and they started noticing something strange. You know, if these Samaritans don't like this country, they should just leave. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of them coming over here. You're going to build a wall? Yeah. Um, they noticed that men would come only in the dark of night to this trailer, hand over cash. At least one man told them he paid $100 and then they would take one of the dogs away. Mm. Uh, the dogs would be gone for several hours or days at a time and then returned, sometimes bleeding from the rear end. Okay. See, the up until the bleeding, I would think like, you ever have a drug dealer where they're like, they make you do something weird as a cover for buying drugs? Like, yeah, you yeah. take my dog, man. You know what? Take my dog and walk him to the McDonald's and then I'll come back to you and be like, I paid you to walk my dog, right? And I'm like, do we, are, why are you an idiot? Yeah, I remember I had a guy, in, why Chica- is everyone I had a guy in Chicago in a suburb that we used to buy <laughs> weed from and he would make us do shit yeah. like, you know, go outside. Yeah. He was just, He's like, let's just come out with me. Yeah. Help me clean my garage. Yeah. And we'll just do this for like 10 <laughs> minutes and then I'll go in. And so it doesn't, it looks like you came over here and helped me with something. I'm like, dude, no one's watching you. Mm. I just want my marijuana so I can leave. Oh shit. That sounds like a good new way to get people to clean my apartment. I, you know, I think that's what he was doing. Okay. I think that's what he Genius. was doing. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the Avila's here, the good Sam's confronted yeah. one man whom they say admitted paying $100 to rent a dog. 
I mean, that takes balls to confront guys that are going in and out of trailers <laughs> at the night, at night with dogs. I mean, that sounds mad shady. Son. I wonder how they came up with this. I mean, they were yeah. probably high as fuck on meth. Yeah. And they see these dudes coming in and out of a trailer, and they're just mm. like, they're fucking dogs. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's the first thing you would think. I, I have a friend of mine who's who's on uh, the meth, and um, he... Uh, he lives in it well for a while. He's living in this abandoned mansion that was kind of half built uh, and had squatters' rights on it because hmm. California is really weird with those laws with squatters' rights laws. And uh, they were afraid of animals that were they thought animals were coming in stealing their food and they'd see like raccoons, but of course they weren't. They were just hallucinating. These were imaginary yeah, raccoons. Yeah, yeah. raccoons. And yeah. they're like, that's why there are monster masks everywhere. And I'm like, I was wondering about that. They hung up monster masks everywhere to scare away the raccoons. God, this place must have been frightening. <laughs> this is something out of like True Detective. Season <laughs> one, people. Season and I was one. like, yeah, I was wondering about the monster masks, but I didn't say anything. Okay, <laughs> You're it's just going to roll know. with that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm just going to roll with it. You know, But uh, it's good to know there's a reason behind this. Would you have said something if they were human skin masks? Yeah, I might have I might have brought it up. You might have brought that one up. Because that's a big faux pas as far as I'm concerned. That would have been a little... That's a little too weird for Harrison. Mm -hmm. Um, so someone in the, uh, the Avila's circle here posted ID cards, the two alleged ringmasters on social media that brought an animal rights group into the picture. Uh, the animal rights woman then took the three dogs to her veterinary and the vet diagnosed the female dogs with obvious vaginal trauma and sexual molestation. Hmm. So these dogs were being diddled. Hmm. Uh, it looks as if the two men were renting out yeah. dogs to clientele who use them for sexual gratification. Hmm. So um, there was some you know, obvi afoot. obvious vaginal trauma is also the name of a band that burned to death in the Dracula fire. Just so you know, <laughs> see obvious vaginal trauma sounds like a grindcore band. It does, yeah. you know, really heavy. Um, but what's weird about this whole thing is I just find the story to be kind of strange. So you, you have these good Sams who are obviously are high on meth because they live in Stockton, right? And uh, they 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 see these people going in and out of a trailer who are probably just also just buying meth. I'm thinking mm. it's a rival meth dealer, right? But anyway, their dogs bleeding out of their anuses. So who knows? But the two accused, who are primarily Spanish speaking residents, came forward immediately and have been cooperating mm. with the investigation. So if these guys were legals, you know, that were living in Stockton and they're being accused of 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 sodomizing dogs mm. don't you think or, or running a, a dog sex operation dog buggery or duggery duggery yeah these guys were accused of duggery don't you think they would have been like we're going to Tijuana man you know then just be yeah. gone I don't right. think they'd be waiting I don't think they'd be cooperating with investigators right and the other thing that's kind of weird is that uh, that costs a hundred dollars to run yeah. a dog couldn't you go down just to like, go get go find the dog I yeah, mean but couldn't you go down to like Skid Row and get a blowjob for 50 to 75 dollars yes. for some crackhoe yeah especially in places like Stockton Hemet California right or just some like tweaker yeah. whore yeah. you know I yeah. mean there's tweaker prostitutes yeah. everywhere couldn't you go there and right. get a yes a, a blowjob for 50 yeah. bucks or if you're really dead set on a dog I'm sure you can find one in an alley eating yep. some leftovers you know there was a, an article dogs that, are freegans Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's an article going around to some uh, hooker that was in the, like a McDonald's saying, or or Seven Eleven parking lot saying, like for nachos she'll give you a blowjob. Nachos cost what eight dollars, seven dollars? Is that the Seven Eleven down the street? I think so. Oh, I'm going there. After. All right, okay. after the show. Yeah. Um. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know who to believe with this one. I mean, it almost sounds like it, it could be part of the satanic panics hysteria that's going on. Yeah. 
And plus, uh, whenever I hear Stockton, I just think meth. Right, yeah. And I'm skeptical. Well, I believe the dogs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, vaginal trauma. Mm-hmm. An officer paid a cursory visit, uh, but did not connect... Uh, the uh, or did did not connect that there was a crime taking place here, mm. and uh, I guess the vet when they took the dogs to the vet, the vet prepared a packet of evidence, but the cops didn't even pick it up for a few days. But I mean, these guys are are cooperating, so I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure if a crime really happened mm. here. Like there's, but what's what's weird to me is that how do you find out about a a dog sex operation? Like, how would you hear about this? Like, if you and I were like, hey, you know, there's a trailer up the street that we can go rent a dog and fuck for a hundred bucks. How do you, how do you find out about this? um, It's just word of mouth. Yeah. No, or people put up, you know, like old school, people put up uh, papers on. uh, They put up signs? On power lines. Yeah. Like, like when you're looking for a bassist for your band in 1997. Is it like the laundromat? Dog fucking. Du- okay. Duggery. If you're into you know, duggery. Yeah, you pull out one of the little one of the little slips of paper with the phone number. You know, like when, Oh, and you yeah, pull it off yeah. and then you're like, I'm gonna call this man and go yeah. fuck a dog. Yeah, is that is that what happens here? That's what happens. You know it's when, only when uh, you're a character in Midnight Cowboy, <laughs> that's the kind of thing you do. You know, in California, it's a misdemeanor, punishable up to six months in jail and a thousand dollar fine. Mm. County jail, not even a prison. Okay. Yeah. So that's fine. So no, I, you know, I, 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 animals I question, can't consent legally to legally people. Okay. Remember this, please. I'm using critical thought here and I yeah. question the authenticity of this story. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. What do you have here? For well, this is, story? I mean, you, you know who benefits from that story? Big Duggery. Yeah, big Duggery definitely yeah, does. That's where they, okay. So, uh, Man dies of emotional distress after being forced to clean Walgreens' bathroom. Hmm. The widow of a 69-year-old man has sued an Orlando Walgreens store, accusing them of holding her husband captive until he cleaned and mopped the store's bathroom. Hmm. Yeah. How old is this guy? 69. 69 So a 69-year-old man had an accident in the bathroom? Or do you think this is malicious? Well, uh, it doesn't really say, okay? Do you think he's um, a fecophiliac? He's a long-term... He might be. He's a long-term customer of the store, right? Fernando Elizaris. Elizaris is his name. Elizaris. It's probably what the name. dogs yeah. like when they're being duggered. Uh, after Duggar was that family that was raping the everybody. Duggers. The Duggars. Well, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't raping people. Weren't the Duggars having like 30 kids? No, there was rape. There was rape. There was involved? child rape or something. Oh wait, no. The, one of the sons Incest. was raping one of the like daughter Incest. number twenty seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, the, he's raping mm. his sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta uh, you gotta nip that in the bud. If you if you have siblings living together and they're in close quarters, you gotta nip that shit well, in the bud. I think the takeaway from the whole yeah. Duggar story is that a vagina is not a clown car. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um. Yeah, so uh, after using the bathroom at the store, store employees stopped Fernando as he tried to leave and physically escorted him back to the bathroom, the lawsuit mm. alleges. So and, they, the, the guy had an accident or something. Basically, yeah. the guy shit all over the bathroom, tried yeah. to slink out of the place, and employees cornered yeah. him. Yeah, him and they, the employees insisted the 69-year-old man cleaned the facility because you left the mess shitting all over the bathroom, is what they said to him. <laughs> 
This, this is a 70 year old yeah. man, yeah. by the way. And then the humiliation of the experience, she claims in the lawsuit, uh, caused emotional distress so severe that it killed him. Wait, okay. Did he die while he was cleaning up his feces? He died from a broken heart. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't say how long afterwards. Um, but he had to clean it for 20 whole minutes. And he was threatened and forced to clean it. And then they he, said that the, the undue stress of this incident yeah. um, affected him and he died. Right. Hmm. How much is she suing for? Uh, God damn it. Is there there's a, a standing offer to settle for five hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! Which is insane. That is insane, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I mean, I wonder if this guy has ever had a children. I don't know, right? Because if you have children, I mean, I don't have children, but I know if you have children, you're cleaning up fucking shit all over the place. Your life, your entire life, is about cleaning up shit. So if if cleaning up shit is enough to fucking kill you from the humiliation of it, you probably haven't had children. You I know, would imagine. I, I, I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about this story here. Mm. This guy's a regular customer. He's yeah. come in before. Mm. I don't think this is an isolated incident. I think but how was, do you shit all over the bathroom? Especially if you're old and you have problems like you're sitting on the toilet. What are you running all around the bathroom like a dog, right, rubbing your ass on the floor, the walls? I'm thinking this guy wears doing? like uh, Depends. Yeah. And then he takes it off, and it's filled mm. with shit, and it's just like, mm. you know, he's old, he's shaking, because he's got mm. Parkinson's, and there's shit just flying all mm. over the place. And then he probably, mm. like, you know, tries to, tries to shove it in there, but he doesn't clean up the shit, mm. because he's an old man. And so what I think's happening here, I think the employees there are like, oh, yeah. God, it's that dude again. And then one guy's like, man, I'm not going to clean up that shit Yeah, again. even Julio was like, no, 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 no. no and no. this would probably be like the third or fourth yeah. time, because, you know... I was talking to uh, I was talking to someone about this the other mm. day at work. You know, I think a lot of people go to public restrooms and they're just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna mm. shit all over the rim of the toilet." You know, I'm gonna throw it on the wall. I don't even give a fuck because it's not why? my bathroom. I don't have to clean it up. I think it's some kind of weird perversion. Gain? Okay, okay. I think it's just like you know, I'm not in my house. This isn't my. I don't have. To, I'm not responsible for this. I'm. This is the only way. I can exert some kind of authority over somebody. Well, as people get certain kinds of mental illnesses, and especially sometimes when they get dementia from age, um, from the the grim and cruel passage of time, uh, what can happen is they become obsessed with their feces. Much like people in mental hospitals and prisons do because they're, they shit, eat, and sleep in the same room. Are you saying they try to make a golem? Yes, a shit golem. Mm, a shit golem, yeah. Um, I've heard of this before. Yeah, and, and you know, like I had a friend of mine whose the uncle was mentally ill and he died and they went to his house to like go through all his shit. Um, and the bathroom, the walls, the toilet, everything was caked in a layer of feces. Well, that's Because he was obsessed. Yeah, yeah that's meant yeah, that can happen. I mean, it, it didn't, yeah. did uh, uh, Marquis de Sade write in shit all over the walls of his That cell? was just because he had nothing else to write with, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. If they'd have given him a pen, yeah. <laughs> it would have saved him a lot of trouble. Yeah. I think, though, a lot of people sometimes do, you know, in an act of revenge, mm. lash out with feces. Because I remember when I, I worked at the strip club, it was at, uh, I worked with this guy, a really cool guy. Mm. He was a bartender, but he told me when he first started, first day he worked there, he was a bar back. It was mm. his first day, first day on the job. And some, like, bros were in there, and I guess, like, one bro got into it with a stripper didn't want to pay her and like one of the bouncers can rough the guy up 
And the dude came back to the strip club. Mm. It was the first day that, uh, that my buddy Rich here just started work as a bar back. Came to the strip club, walked into the bathroom. Mm. Like there was a bathroom downstairs that the strippers used that was near the bar. The bartenders use it too. And he went in there, shit all over the place, and wrote fuck you in shit on the mirror. This was the stripper's bathroom? Strippers and bartender's bathroom. Why did he do this? Because he had like gotten roughed up by the bouncers. Oh, I see, I see. But well, he had, I think he had like stiffed a stripper, attacked a stripper, slapped a stripper, something. Right, yeah. and he got roughed up and he got thrown out. He got back in like a few days later, went in the bathroom, defiled it, and wrote "fuck you" in mm. feces on the wall. And this is the first day my friend Rich mm. had just started, and they're like, "You gotta clean that." Mm. Would you have just walked out? Your first day on the job, you got to clean shit in a bathroom. Probably. I don't think I would have done it either. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I bet you this old guy, you know, mm. they might have fucked with him somehow. Mm. And like he was pissed off and the mm. only way you can get back to him is with shit. Right. Yeah. That might be it, you know. Weapon it's of mass get, destruction. Yeah. I mean, it's getting get where you can't even attack a stripper anymore. No. Nope. This country. You, it's you crazy. You can't. You know, yeah. everybody's, so, everybody's so politically correct. Anyway, five hundred grand though, not too bad. Yeah. Um, so, well, they haven't settled yet, and they shouldn't because it sounds insane. Yeah, but the guy's seventy; he's probably going to die. He's incontinent. He's going to die soon anyway. So she kind of lucked out here. I, I mean, I guess you know. I get. Well, I, if you don't believe in love, people live pretty long <laughs> these days. I guess, but yeah. I mean, it's like he's in Orlando. He's probably going to retire. You know, he's probably retired. I mean, he first of all. If I was, if I had to go to a Walgreens in Orlando, I might just die of humiliation just from doing it. You know, that's like one of the worst places you could be. I bet, where's the manager of this Walgreens? I you, thought you were going to say, "Where's the manatee?" <laughs> that should be t-shirts. Well, let's make some new. Where's t-shirts. the manatee? Where's the manatee? It's like it's where's the hashtag? Beef? Where's the manatee? Ha- where's the manatee? You know, I could see this happening at the Rite Aid up the street. Oh, totally. You know, because there's a lot of crazies that live there's in like that home. There's like a halfway house yeah. right next to it full of crazy retards. They probably and, come in there, yeah. wipe their shit on the wall. And there's like some kind of ghetto dudes that run that place. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that happening. Anyway. So. Well, people, send your stories. Sigrun Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. We got some phone calls coming up next. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh once again, 323-522-4032 is that number. Before we get to our first call, here's another word from our beloved sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a... Little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow up doll, and my jack off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D I D D L E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Uh, the first one came from a guy who's, uh, who has some, some words of wisdom for us. All right. D, take a couple minutes from getting that Ronnie Dio tram stamp, and Harrison, stop injecting PCP in your taint and listen. Um, I mean, why? Done that before? Why should I, do, why should I stop doing that? 
And uh, it's like I got I can't do anything anymore. You I got you got to quit smoking. You're not supposed to sit at your desk anymore. You can't inject PCP into your taint. It's like, come on, guys. I know it's like fucking you know? nanny laws. Yeah, governing your life. And plus, come on, dude. Nanny state. I've worked a long time on that Do Tram stamp. Hmm. It's coming along well because the Trump is back. Okay. When back? You know, where did he go? <laughs> What is he, Slim Shady? What? I, I don't know he went anywhere. <laughs> All right. He's going to make America great. You guys, you guys are really looking at it wrong here. Uh, being Jews, you should really be looking at these fantastic crap uh, tax cuts that are going to be coming into effect. All right, here's the thing. Um, I can understand voting Republican if you make more than $500,000 a year because you will benefit greatly from the tax cuts that they put forth. And if, if you're a business owner... Yeah. If you don't, you're a fucking idiot. You, exactly. You're voting against your own interests and you're stupid. Exactly. And that, that's the thing. It's like this whole... Because I can understand self-preservation. you know, preservation. I can understand... Because honestly, I don't know. Maybe I would do that too if I made over a million dollars a year. It might make sense for me well, to do that. Well, I'm kind of a scumbag. I might do that. I might just start voting fucking Republican. I don't know. Well, it's, but, the, it's the whole thing with Trump and his like hmm. billionaire boys club. Those guys are, yeah, going to make out very well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, it's like all these business hmm. owners are going to hmm. do very well. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I don't think somehow I don't think this guy makes more than $500,000 a year. Just I, I call it a crazy hunch. Well, keep in mind, though, the thing is, yeah, exactly. But the thing is, yeah, we will probably benefit from the tax cuts. We'll probably get like. Fifty dollars knocked off of our tax <laughs> yes, cuts. Yeah. So we will get you know right. it'll be reduced fifty dollars. Mm. But if you owned your own business, mm. and you made two million dollars a year. You're going to save a shitload of money. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of what Trump's plan. Like was. Warren Buffett will probably you know save the GNP of Zambia or something. You know. Anyway, he's going to summon the spirit and raise Ronald Reagan from the dead. Okay. Oh man, I I've already tried to do that a number of times, and it never works out. You know, because then it's just bones walking around and you're like, fuck, what am I going to do with these? <laughs> I you always know? get Nancy. Ah, damn. Well, you know, she gives a good blowjob. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, he's going to make America fucking prosperous again. He's going to raise the middle class. Okay. Um, here's what America is going to look like. I honestly can't tell if this guy's being sincere or ironic. <laughs> you know, I'm, that's a, it's, a, it's that hint of sarcasm in his voice. Yeah. And I don't know if it's his accent. I don't know where he's from, but it sounds mm. like he's being sarcastic. Because half of all the people that call into the show are doing some, are testing out some weird character for their improv group or something. Um, and, yeah, Guy Smiley over yeah. here with his uh, sarcastic voice. I don't know who to believe him. And the, the line between sincerity and irony is so thin nowadays that it mm -hmm. actually doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I'm already, my, my, my preppiness, uh, the preppy spirit that's lived inside me for years being repressed is coming out right now. It's going to be great. Okay, I'm buying some suits. I'm going to start doing cocaine. Uh, I'm going to start trading stocks and be very, very, very wealthy here. It's, America's going to look like the movie this guy's being churlish. Churlish? Yes. Okay. Less than zero. Okay. Uh, uh, that would be fun. <laughs> less if than things zero? became le like less than zero. Dude, yeah. we'd be doing a ton yeah. of cocaine. Yeah. It'd be all right. Uh-huh. Robert Downey Jr., that hot piece of ass, Jamie Gertz. We would hate ourselves, um, but hey. Yeah. Music is going to be great again. We're going to be... Like Dan, the Danzig song, Less Than Zero? Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. From the movie, yeah. Wasn't it from the movie? Right? No, uh, no, he he wasn't around when that movie he, came out. What? Well, he was around. But he I don't was think around. He, he didn't record the song "Lesson Zero for that movie. 
I, th- I think he did. Are you sure? But how? Yeah, what he's like. How I'm do you talk to, to the I'm dead and to... try to tell them you're sorry, right? I thought he recorded that later. I thought that was a later song. I, I might know. be, I might be okay. mistaken on that. I one. might be mistaken too. I just I'm always to look that up. I'm he did it for the fucking up. movie. Like Danzig, we need you to do the titular song for this movie here. All right. I'm, you know, I've, yeah. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Although that book is a great book. I never read the book. Oh, you never read the book? No. I'll loan you the book. I have it. It's a good book. All right. Listen to the Go Go's Hazy Shade of Winter. That's what it's going to be all about. Is it, I'm sorry. Is this Patrick Bateman? I, I, actually, I just want to say I think he's going to go on a weird uh, philosophical rant about the Go Go's before he murders me with an axe. <laughs> and Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Um, I got to point out one thing. Hmm. The Go Go's actually didn't sing that song. It's the oh. Bengals. Oh, okay. I know that. Don't ask me about dancing songs. Well, you just discredited this guy's movie. whole. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, mm. the Go Go's, Bengals, same era. Right. Same, right. same bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys prepare for greatness. It's coming. I'm out. You know, everybody always says Reagan's so great. But here's the thing Reagan closed all the mental hospitals, which mm-hmm. is A. That's why there are so many abandoned mental hospitals full of fucking ghosts and Silent Hill-looking things all over this great country, right? And also, that's why I can't walk one fucking block in any city in California without running into fucking homeless people screaming about uh, lizard men fucking dogs. Everywhere. They're homeless, crazy people everywhere that, that should be in mental hospitals. Exactly. And how many billions of dollars do you waste on the war of drugs? How many people are incarcerated, still incarcerated? Mm. Uh, for that. Well, and, to be fair, every president did that. Yeah, but that was his thing. 2000. If you he know. would have focused like a fraction of that money on AIDS research, you know, I don't think as many people would have died, <laughs> you know? And then uh, people always say like, oh, well, Reaganomics, you know, save this country. It's like, you know, we we're, were so prosperous. Mm. You know, the deficit, I, I was looking, the, I actually looked this up because I got an argument with the guy at work. Mm. In 81, the deficit was $79 billion. In 86, Peak of his deficit spending, it stood at two hundred twenty-one billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Reagan wasn't that great. No, he was not that great. He no. really wasn't. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I'm, I'm hoping we don't go back to that era. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really hoping that. But mm-hmm. hey, you know who knows? Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Although I do agree with this guy. If we go back to the eighties, the music was way better back then. That's true. You know, there's some good music coming out in the eighties. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take in, I'll take those broken wings. And I think the drugs, even though I was too young to do them, I think the drugs were better back then. I'm sure the, the cocaine 80s. was better. God damn. I'm Definitely. Sure it was. Yeah. yeah. I would right. say, because back then, I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, we, we had all the drugs coming in from Colombia. Fish scale, motherfucker. Fish scale. Fish scale. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess we I guess we can stop worrying and learn to love Trump. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Second call we got here is from a a female listener who is Who's who's learning us? That's what she's doing. She's informing us. Right. She's woman-splaining. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Harrison, you did a great job on that voicemail. Um, but oh, which, I which recorded. Voicemail? I recorded the greeting. Did you at the hotline? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah! I forgot about that. Mm. And I don't. Did, I don't remember what the I fuck for, I said. I totally but, forgot about that. You did record the new greeting. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't you know. You got what a the voice. You got a velvety, smooth voice for radio. Oh yeah, yeah. In spite of your great work, you are still on my shit list. Um, Who is this person? 
Do you know? I can't Do you recognize go, the voice. I can't. Yeah, I can't go. In oh, there. okay. So yeah. you know this person. Yes. Wow. You, and you're on her shit list. <laughs> yes. You have wronged her. Yes. Suffer with the itchy anus. Yeah. Oh my God, voodoo. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Big voodoo. That's she's, who benefits. She's got a Harrison doll right now with mm. just a bunch of pins <laughs> shoved up the asshole. Just. <laughs> Yeah, but so do I, to be fair. So, you know, that's fine. So just a note to you guys from the last podcast. Um, you talked about cuckolds, which is a thing um, that I don't have a lot of familiarity with. But um, the female version is queen. And it's not queen like the fucking queen of England. It's queen um, C... I'm drunk, so C-U-C-K-Q-U-E-A-N. Oh, cuck queen. queen. Cuck like queen. queen. Cuck queen. Like queen the band. No, with an A, motherfucker. Wait. Q-U-E-A-N. Cuck queen. Cuck queen. Cuck queen. That's weird. I've I'm never a heard that. queen. Hello, I'm a cuck queen. Yes. Okay, interesting. I believe... Um, I think this is like not quite a real. I mean, I'm sure it's a thing that exists with a few people, but it seems like one of those things like a bat mitzvah, you know, that wasn't originally a thing and then they made and it. They a thing. made it. I think a queen is more yeah. like a unicorn. Because could you imagine having one of those? It's like really you. You want me to have sex with your friends in front of you? Yeah, it's well, okay. All right, I, I'm I'm down. Because <laughs> like, I, I think the idea behind cuckolding goes back to the more antiquated ideas of marriage where you're like wife was your property. Yeah, so, I, exactly. You know. That's why, but, right. and I think so they I probably imagine, adapted it. I would imagine that a woman that is a Kakuian is probably, uh, tends to be dominant. Mm, you know? Yeah, she probably does. It's a so dom she thing, wants I you th I think. to have sex in front of her. Yeah. Although, I, I, I gotta say, that's yeah. not a bad way to be dominated. No, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. But what if she's like, you know, you get to fuck this old lady that just, you know, shit all over the Walgreens bathroom. Okay, I would you know? say, all right, you know, <laughs> you could be a Kakuian, but I get to have a say in okay. who uh, we yeah. end up Kakuying you with. Kakui! Um, but it's all fucking wrapped up in denial and, uh, I don't know, humiliation and shit like that. Mm. I'm not a huge fan, personally, because... Um, I'm greedy, but um, I know some women that um, get off on that. Anyway, mm. um, that's just my two cents. Um, keep it sick and keep it wrong. Bye. I can't imagine too many girls being like, I really want to get into being a queen. I find it odd that she knows more than one. But how many of them are just like open polyamorous really yeah that, that's what i'm thinking but it's uh, like but implying that it's a yeah. cuckold or a cuck queen it's like you want to watch that person right fucking someone in front of you because mm. isn't that part of the humiliation or you want to hear about it or something yeah you, you want know? to hear yeah, yeah, about yeah. it so yeah. it's, I, i'm thinking this is definitely like a very a very rare thing right a unicorn in mm. the the world of sexuality yeah and yeah i mean who knows maybe my you know when my dad cheated on my mom, maybe it was all organized. Maybe she's a Kukuian. Maybe. Do you know that? You should ask her. I, I'll, yeah, I'll ask her. It's a good thing to bring up. She, you know what, she loves you know, it when I bring that up. You know what? I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound crass, but it might be kind of nice to call her on the show and ask her. We could record it. You. 
<laughs> How awkward if my asshole be? wasn't on fire. <laughs> How awkward would that be? That would be the most awkward thing <laughs> in the world. And it, it would just, the, the, that would be the saddest and wrongest episode of Sad and Wrong we've ever had. <laughs> We'd have to change the name of yeah. the show. <laughs> All right, we have one more call here. Uh, do you remember the guy, the Michigan guy that likes to call in and give you like life coach tips? Wait, is this the guy who said he was like, I'm going to be in LA? Or is this the guy who's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to put some uh, brats on the grill over there and uh, come. No, this is the guy that was like, I'm going to be in LA. Oh, okay, okay. And his brother lived there. So not my life coach. Okay, maybe it's a different guy. But I this guy my life likes, coach died. But this guy likes to call in and, yeah. and criticize your lifestyle. But mm. he's very opinionated. But he's from Michigan. His brother mm. moved out here to be a no, comic. No, he just, he just criticizes Los Angeles for some reason. He doesn't criticize me. You're getting I, hasn't he, I thought he's like giving you advice on no, you're something. confusing him with the Chicago. Okay, maybe I'm thinking guy. of the life coach guy. Yeah. All right, but this guy, his brother moved out here, and he's got a beef with LA because the other guy's also my wrestling coach. Oh yeah, that, remember? That dude, I okay, about that. all right. Hey, what's up, Dean Harrison? It's Michigan boy, uh, Colin. Um, Man, this guy's got it. We got to come up with a name for this guy, or because he can't do it. Hmm, so, Michigan boy. Boy, and then we're not going to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to think mm. of a good Michigan mm. name that we could call him. Uh, God, Let's I'm... call him Reverse Randy Newman, because he hates L.A. so much. I guess he could be Reverse Randy reverse Newman. Reverse Randy Newman. <laughs> it's kind of hard good to at say, this. though. But I'm it, fucking it good at this shit. All right. Yeah. Reverse Randy here. Yeah. Although I think that was an f- enemy of the Flash, so we might get sued, but it'll be fine. Oh, well. Yeah. Back, tell you about my L.A. trip. I recently left a message giving Harrison advice about little bladder infections or urethra infections, whatever the hell he's getting. Okay, you were right. Never mind. Yeah. This is the he's guy? Giving, no, no, well, no. There was another guy giving advice. Oh, but this, like, good. this Harrison, guy was... Harrison, you need sausages or that's whatever. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. this guy this was guy calling is, about your bladder. That's yeah, what Yeah, urinary was, infection yeah. thing. But, uh, yeah, so my trip to L.A. consisted of me and my brother, or my brother and I, rather, Smoking heavy indica, sitting on the couch watching Rick and Morty. We did go see a concert at the Fonda Theater. Which That's cool, the, man. Which one is that? The Fonda's right up the street. It's over oh, the by one the on Fantasia's. The one on Hollywood. Yeah, Boulevard? it's like Hollywood and Gower. Across from the Death Museum. No, it's a little there? further up. It's okay. right. It's cross street from the Fantasia's. Mm, yeah, I know that place. Uh, I, I, whenever I walk by there, it's always like with musical performances by. Tringwheel and Frimbop, and it's all shit I've never heard of in my life. Yeah, I've seen. And you know, there's people in line. Like, what are you guys waiting to see? Oh, we're waiting to see um, Duggery's Tomorrow. You know, no, there something are, I've, I've never noticed heard there's of. a lot of young people in line for a hipster band that I've never heard of. Mm. But I have seen some good shows there, and it's yeah. a great sounding venue. Hmm. I don't know who he saw. Probably one of these yeah. uh, hipster bands. Okay. They had an activist come and talk to us about white privilege, which. You don't get lunch in Detroit. Why would you go see that? Wait, they had him come to the house? They make house calls? No, it sounded like they went to the Fonda to see an activist talk about white privilege. It's probably probably just Janine Garofalo. (laughs) (laughs) It probably was Janine Garofalo. Yeah. 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 Because like... uh, Andy Dick. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There are some of those comedians that like forget their comedians and just start talking about political bullshit. Yeah, they start talking about yeah. their causes. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, Sarah Silverman's kind of been going into that territory. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, we don't 
you're a comedian. Shut up. You know, make us laugh. Yeah. Make us laugh or like die in a funny way. You know, is the white people out here are all racist as fuck. Although now that I think about it, I think you can go on Backpage and hire an activist to come talk to you about white privilege. You can? Yeah. I wonder yeah. how much it costs. I'm doing it this weekend. It's like 75 bucks. Oh, not bad. Yeah, so it's cheaper than fucking a dog. That's for so sure. What do they do? Do they criticize? they lecture you about the dangers of, uh, of uh, white privilege? Yeah. Or do they embolden you to be like, you're white. You're privileged. <laughs> um... It's, it's it depends. It's territorial. I, yeah, I meant yeah. it's regional. That's right. it's regional. Like yeah. I guess if you're in Alabama, a white privilege lecture is a little bit different than if you're in uh, Los Angeles. Right. Like you know, some places, uh, white pride is you know something that skinheads believe. In some places, it's just uh, I don't know those fucking lions that work for Siegfried and Roy. Right. So anyway, I'd be proud of those. Yeah. And then. Uh, we went to Staples Center and watched the Pistons, the Detroit Pistons, get creamed by the LA Clippers. That was fun. I really enjoyed that. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Griffith Park, and that place was pretty awesome. And when I looked at uh, the uh, Snapchat elevation thing to take a picture, because I thought, oh, we're super high, it's the same goddamn elevation as Lake Orion. I have no idea what he's talking about. I have about. no idea what he's talking about either. Yeah. Is Lake Orion something in Michigan? You're like from that. Michigan. How do you not know this? I'm, I don't, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't born in Michigan. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. I had to go to high school and college there. Yeah. Um, not by my own choice. Lake Orion sounds like fake. No, but Does you know, Michigan real? has a lot of lakes. Mm. So I'm assuming it's probably in Michigan. Hmm. All right. But, but the thing is, though, Griffith Park isn't that high. Like, what does he no. think? He's climbing a fucking mountain? No, it's Cal. You know, we're low. We're I think we're below sea level, right? And it's now. our fucking backyard. Actually, I, I mean, you can I climb up that thing in like no ten idea minutes. What I'm about. It's not. It's not, it's not that it's high. Like ten minutes. All right. It's kind of a hike to get up to the top. Hike dip. It, it takes like an hour. It doesn't take an hour. It takes fucking at least a half an hour, motherfucker. Maybe with your itchy anus, but if you're walking no! at a normal pace, you got to go up the goddamn. You got to go. It, it is a it is a bit of a circular route, I guess you have to take. Oh, it takes a while, man. <laughs> I know that because I did it with the chick I was trying to fuck, and then I never didn't get the fucker. Mm. Tired her out. Yeah, I think she said sort of fucking out Jorgensen or something. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who looks like a mutant now? I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine. No wonder you're so self loathing. <laughs> if if I lost a girl to Al Jorgensen, I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. It's <gasps> happening with my life. <sighs> to reconsider it's a some city things. In- near Detroit, which, by the way, um, the that's where I'm from. I'm from the Detroit area, specifically Rochester. Oh, Rochester. Which is where Madonna's yeah, yeah. from, if you didn't know that. If you if I was from Bay City, yeah, I would get the hell out of there, too. I don't blame that. Detroit's not bad. I actually enjoy it here. You know, uh, Detroit gets a bad rap. Detroit mm. is actually kind of a fun city. Like, if uh, you went there, there's there's a pretty cool scene there. Mm. You could buy a house for we paying rent. Mm. You know, it's it's not it's not as it's bad cold, as it's though. portrayed. That's the problem. It's fucking cold. It's way too cold. Yeah. I can't deal with that shit. Mm-mm. But as far as LA goes, it's pretty fucking sweet. Okay. I uh, take back anything bad I said. I don't think I said anything bad. I was just... He was like, it's dirty. It's I went there Mayacopa. when I was eight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Comparing the water issue, I don't really give... Eh, whatever. But anyways... um. 
What are you going to say? Uh, yeah, no, LA's awesome. My brother's in West Hollywood, right on La Brea, right across from the uh, uh, Jim Henson works, the, you know, the mm. Kermit the Frog guy mm, yeah. workshop. He's Kinda right over there. And, yeah, yeah it's too. pretty... It's a pretty cool area. I'm. I like it. Amoeba music is the shit. That's where Grant Morrison lives too. Does he live? Grant Morrison lives here. Yeah. Well, part time. Part he, in the winter he lives in West Hollywood. I mean, I'm you know just been outside of the door of his apartment a few times. You know, <laughs> not just, uh, stalking. Not just happen to be walking by. You know, yeah. Um, and then he lives in fucking Scotland in the summer. That's I where didn't he know does. that. Yeah. He, yeah. I just, you know, West Hollywood, I don't mind going over there to go to, like, the Rainbow or the Comedy Store or something, If, but I, yeah. I don't usually frequent that area. No, I mean... But I guess, where, where's West Hollywood Star? Is it past La Brea or is it past Highland? I don't know. Because I, I go to Amoeba, but Amoeba's in Hollywood. Yeah, That's Amoeba's not West Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, it's not West Hollywood. Got myself a brand new, the band brand new, not a brand new record, but the band brand new. I got a record from the band brand new. That's that's one of those bands that probably play at the Fonda. Like brand new, brand new. Never what? heard of this. Yeah, yeah, it's like what? What brand new uh, dildo? Like I right. have brand new what? And then I bought a T-shirt. And I got obvious vaginal trauma <laughs> with musical performances by brand new and obvious vaginal trauma. <laughs> got a T-shirt for my mom. So yeah, that place is pretty awesome. Yeah. So so yeah, I can see why coming from Bay City, where there's nowhere and you're surrounded by a bunch of bigots and assholes and you know no you're not getting laid up there you don't want to get laid up there he has a point there okay yeah. hey, <laughs> all right guys keep it sick keep it wrong love you guys um harrison listen to my other message if you want advice you need advice i get that all the time when i jack off i'm telling you man just drink drink what that the call ends there. I just got cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you really want this guy's J.O. advice? Not necessarily. That's a, that's a little weird. I mean, I am very dehydrated. Like the, other, like the other day, I was like, my toes were cramping up to the point where like I couldn't even walk. And I was like looking on the internet like why this happens. And it's like, you're dehydrated, retard. Your toes are cramping up. Yeah, yeah. That, now that's like an old It's like you're dehydrated and you're not eating that's vitamins. This is, what, this is why your toes are cramping up. Is what the internet told me. At least, mm -hmm. so because that's what that's my current health insurance is. I check the internet, WebMD. Yeah, it's good. Self diagnosis so, is good. Right. Um, you know, yeah, no big surprise, dude. Yeah, LA is way better than Michigan. Right. And I didn't move here directly from Bay City. I moved to like Chicago, mm. too cold, San Francisco, uh, too many homeless people. Mm. Down to LA. Mm. Um, no, I think San Francisco is cold. Too mm. many homeless people. Too many ex girlfriends. Mm. Moved down to LA, but LA's. I mean, LA's got its faults. Course, right, but I think the uh, the, as the long benefits as, you, as long as you, I mean, as long as you hang up monster masks everywhere to scare away the coyotes, you'll be fine. Live here, living here is great, you know. I, yeah, exactly. I yeah. don't think it's too bad, no, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, LA is a, LA's a fine place to uh, to reside, also a fine place to visit. Oh, it is a fine place, it's it a is a fine place. So, um, next time you're in town, Michigan guy, you yeah. can uh, reach out to us, right? You're right in our backyard going to Griffith Park. Mm. We could have gone to Jumbo's and had a drink, right? I'm a little offended. And if I'm not crippled by uh, anal bleeding or you know, toe arthritis, I'll come join you. Maybe he can give you some right. advice about your itchy anus.
because I'm sure he knows yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm sure he's had it before. Right. Anyway, people call Sick Wrong Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, we are on our way out of here. It's, um, it, it's very helpful to us personally if you go to iTunes and subscribe to the show that way. If you mm. listen to the show via iTunes, it helps us out, boosts exposure, and if you comment, then uh, you're, you're just a wonderful person. Yeah. And then uh, we think you should breed and make more wonderful people. Mm-hmm. So just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Um, if you do want to buy some Sick and Wrong apparel, you can go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Mm-hmm. We have a link to our cafe press page. Uh, we also have a couple t-shirts available yeah. now. And we have a, a Sick and Wrong dicky and an ascot. But just be, don't put the disc dicky in the ascot. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. It's just bad fashion combo. And be careful where you wear that ass, right? Because I think right. there's a code word going on with that thing. <laughs> it's like you know, like the hanky code. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. with that. And uh, sick wrong song of the week here um, came in from uh, from Facebook from a guy named Casey. He he sent this. He said Amazon's putting out a Christmas album, and here's a track by the Melvins. It's uh, it, it's a song called Carol of the Bells. It's from the Amazon Christmas album Indie for the Holidays. You know, I looked at this. I looked at the track listing. It's an awful, awful bands on this record. Really? Yeah, like, like bands. What? I'm trying to think of who else is on this. A lot of bands I didn't know, like uh, the National and uh, um, National's okay, aren't they? I guess I don't, know. They, they I don't really know right. them that well. Yeah. But it's like the only cool band I would listen. Mm-hmm. I think like Fleet Foxes are on it. Um, just all these like hipster indie bands that I just don't really know. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Indie for the Holidays is called. Okay. Um, but the only song that I saw that I was like, wow, oh, yeah, I'd actually listen to this hmm. is uh, the Melvins. Yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm trying to get in the Christmas spirit. You know, my girlfriend put up a Christmas tree in the house. And this is the only. I didn't s- notice the Christmas tree. You didn't see the Christmas tree in the corner? No, I wasn't really so this paying is the attention. second time I've yeah. ever had a Christmas tree mm. in uh, my house. Okay. Not that I'm against it. Like, my sister's actively opposed to Christmas trees in her house. Right. You know, I'm not. I, I couldn't really care less. It's a pagan symbol anyway. Right. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to, like, sit there and be like, let's go. Well, your sister's also opposed to, like, empathy. You know? She has no empathy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I'm not going to be like, let's go to the Christmas tree park and cut down a tree and pull into the house and That's not a thing. put tinsel on okay. it and, and, and things. But I don't care that it's, you know, that it's there. Mm. You know, it doesn't offend me. Um, but anyway, I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, but this song, Carol of the Bells, is not too bad. Did you pull up the album? No. God damn it. What were you doing the past two minutes? I was looking up other things. Fucking A. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have a lot of things to self-diagnose here. <laughs> right. Well, good luck with the itchy anus. Yeah. People are going to end the show here with uh, the Melvin's Christmas song, Carol of the Bells. We'll be back next week with episode 563. Until then, take a season. Cheers.
I told you about the last, that Chaka Khan's son, right? Now I knew. Gummy Bear. The last I heard from him, he got arrested in a stolen car with Chaka Khan's son. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. Yeah. God, Can you look. hear me, Chaka Khan? Uh, wow, Her they son. stole a car? They stole a car. Doing lots of drugs, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 